Conversations with Dr. Brenda begins its new season on Mondays at 10 a.m. On this episode of Conversations with Dr. Brenda, a conversation with Angela Smith. Now here's Dr. Brenda. Hello, hello, welcome, welcome to Conversations with Dr. Brenda Goudeau. I am so excited about today and my opportunity to have a conversation with one of my very, very special daughters in the ministry, Mrs. Angela Cruz Smith. I call her Cruz Smith because we have a few Angela in the church. So I remember what God has done and through her dad, uh, I believe she came to Calvary. I'm not sure. So we're going to yeah. have this conversation to find out if that is one that brought her. Uh, just awesome uh, man of God who loves the Lord and has a great testimony in himself. But he's got beautiful, beautiful uh, daughters. And this one in particular that you're going to hear today is just uh, cream of the crumb. I guess they call it just an awesome lady. So, uh, Angela, I just want you to just relax. And we always start the conversation with you telling us uh, uh, about yourself, telling us a little bit about yourself. And sometimes that'll take the whole 30 minutes, which is just fine. Just for you to be just to be able to share the, what the Lord has done for you and how you, you know, your beginnings and and just some of the in between. Just tell us about yourself. Thank you. Hi, Pastor Mom. I just want to thank you, and it's an honor to be on your show. You look so beautiful. <laughs> wow, you look amazing. What a blessing you are. Yes, and uh, my dad is the one who brought us to Calvary Christian Center. Um, we all started off in the Catholic Church and were raised in the Catholic Church. Okay. And oh, years ago, he um, brought us to Calvary, and I'd never seen anything like it in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god wow. there was actually people being healed and delivered from everything satan and his demonic forces and the just the presence of god i've never felt it and uh, i received jesus and the infilling of the holy spirit and my life has never been the same and this ministry, um, if I can share, has saved the lives of all my family. <laughs> my mom is healed from cancer. Um, my dad has got a new liver. My sister was healed from cancer. My son was healed from meningitis. It, I could go on and on about. Um, Take your time. Yeah. yeah, we took all of our family. Well, through my dad, we've taken all of our family members. Um, to the church and pastor and has laid hands on them and they've been healed <laughs> miraculously and are walking and living testimonies. And uh, my nephew recently was possessed by a demon and Christopher came in uh, about six weeks ago and wow, it was just incredible. And, uh, Yes. Uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit, um, the pastor, the the demon was cast out in front of the whole, in front of everybody oh, and live. Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. That ha that right there has brought many people to the Lord uh, mm -hmm. since then because they they watched it and are coming to church because 
People experience things but don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Right, right. No, that that was amazing. I I remember that Sunday, um, you know, (laughs) Pastor just getting ready to minister. And then uh, here he comes down the aisle. And I'm telling you uh, something that we haven't seen in a long time, that that possession or obsession or whatever was on him, uh, totally out of control. That spirit was strong enough to knock all the, the, the strong men that were trying to hold him. But God, but God, and then the change that took place when he called on the name of Jesus, you know, no glory to to us or the pastor or Calvary, glory to God that your family knew where to bring him. And God God is still doing what he did in the Bible. He's still delivering people. Uh, as they come in because he wasn't coming in because he he wanted to come to God because he was saying all these curses were on you guys and on him and and he would just saying all kind of different things but man when Jesus came in and and pastor had him denounce that the works of darkness and mm-hmm. and Satan's hold and stop saying negative things and we as a congregation saw the transformation in Christopher and my goodness, he was like his auntie or, uh, <laughs> oh my God. he wanted to preach, but I said, now you're not going to take over my whole service. You're not, but he was, <laughs> we saw the change and people need to see because they're going to the world for supernatural. They're going to the world to find a high or something, uh, you know, out of the ordinary. But when you come to Christ, just follow his principles and his word, things can change. So I just, I still keep Christopher in my prayers because there was something that the enemy didn't want him to do. And it's something that he, I mean, is, is, I mean, he's ready to testify just like you <laughs> talk about the goodness of the Lord and what Satan meant for evil. God turned that whole thing for good. And it was good that the congregation got to see, I mean, it just changed the course of the service. But when we got the testimony or we saw the change, even at the end of the service was one thing. But then the next Sunday coming back and just saying, do you guys recognize this young man? (laughs) (laughs) So different. But that's just one of the many things. So when you share about, you know, your your mother, your father, your family members, all those different things, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today and forever. Amen. Yeah. yeah, and then one thing you said when you said um, you knew where to bring them, because I'm telling you, Calvary, what God is doing at um, the, the anointing he's given on you and pastor is just amazing because you don't see that wherever you go. Mm-hmm. And we knew where to bring him. And wow. he's not, they're from the Bay Area. They're from uh, uh, Oakland and Richmond. Oh. And um, we knew where to bring them. And that's big. And it's mm-hmm. because they were hungry, because Christopher and my mom also, they were so hungry to be healed mm-hmm. uh, that God, Jesus saw that hunger, mm-hmm. like the woman who was reaching out uh, for Jesus, the hem of his garment. And mm-hmm. we didn't even prepare you guys that we were coming. <laughs> and no, yeah, it was unexpected, and people were saying, "Oh, did you tell Pastor this?" That no one said anything. The Holy Spirit just knew and did it. <laughs> yes, and that's right, right because you believe, and that's what I love about you and that's your family. 
And this is what we teach. You know, I do the healing school and I'm telling people about God is still healing. He's still delivering. He's still setting captives free. But it's about coming expecting, like you said. Right. We, we didn't know when God was going to uh, heal, you know, Christopher. We didn't know even how. We just stepped <laughs> into the anointing, what God has given us. And all of us have that anointing. We have the power of God on the inside. And we just got to know who to call on and how to, you know, tap into it uh, when we need it. And so, and you've got it in you and you have been ministering. I mean, I just love your love for the children, the young people. I mean, for souls. I mean, before you started the youth group, it was the souls. So I, I know we're jumping around a little bit. So I told you, so I want you to talk a little bit about what's going on. Yeah. Oh my God. The kids, we've been doing community outreaches for many years uh, since 2000. I came to Calvary in 2005, but 2010 is really when um, the Holy Spirit just took over. And um, when pastor taught us how to witness out on the streets, it was over. And that's my love. I can stay out on the streets. That's my, actually the streets is my comfort zone. <laughs> I, I, uh, that's where my joy is to be out there in the community. And um, the children are so just hungry for Jesus. And I swear they literally jump in my van. I ha they jump in my car to come to church. Wow. And uh, last Wednesday, um, we, Pastor Nehemiah came to me a couple weeks ago and, mm -hmm. and it was so awesome. And, and he said he wanted to operate in unity and it was actually great. And I'm thinking, okay, let's, we're going to take them all to the youth ministry. Okay. <laughs> and then we, we showed up and I could fit eight. I had eight kids on the first trip and I said, I'll be right back. I'm going to go get some more. And he let me, which was wow. great. He, wow. he was and mm -hmm. so we went back and we brought 15 kids from the street, right down the street. Mm -hmm. And this, and tonight we're going to bring more. And it's, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, as many as could, cars could come is, is, mm -hmm. is these kids who want to come into the wow. <laughs> church. Yeah. It's Your, right around the block from the church, too. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yep. You're, you're running with the vision of the ministry, winning souls, changing lives. No, that's that's the mission. Winning souls, changing lives, and helping people. And we just love that joy on your in your, on your face and in your life because this is what we're called to do. And many Amen. people shy away from it, but you know when God gives you the passion, because everybody don't have the passion you have, and they don't have the the willingness. Like I can just live on these streets, <laughs> you know. I love it out there. <laughs> and I think that is so awesome. And you're just like your pastor. I mean, if we <laughs> you know, he, he loves it. He loves it. I mean, wherever he goes, people are just drawn to him and he just has that heart and, you know, but we're all called to do and to be who God has called us to be. And, but we're all called to be a witness. We're all called to win souls and, and help people to go into all the world and preach and you're doing it. And it's just, you can just see it on your face, Angela. I mean, yeah. <laughs> making you do, or the, you know, the Bible's telling us because some people take it like, you know, we're trying to uh, cram down Jesus and then just, you know, uh, disturb people, but people want truth. They want help. Uh, they need help. And, uh, and it's just, and their life's, God wants your life to be fulfilled and you can see it on you. You can see it on you every day. I see you on the end of 
appreciation. So we see it doing every service. We see you because your passion, you're passionate about the things that God has given you to do. And, and that's his heart. His heart is in you. And I just love it so much. And I just love what your obedience to God. And it's just not out of obedience. It's just, you know, look how many people can be blessed. Uh, and you're, you're giving them the good news. Wow. Amen. Yeah. And then he gave, he gave me a dream because all through 2020 and everything that was happening, like the kids on the street, they're still the kids on the street, no matter what situation anyone's going through, there's still souls that need to be one. And, and they didn't leave. So he gave me a vision. He gave me a dream of, um, that one scripture that Kenneth Copeland was going over Ezekiel 47, nine, and it says, wherever the river flows, it will flourish. And wow. so that's, and you will be healed, but wherever the river goes mm-hmm. and he gave me a vision of a river and then all the children out there, wow. that means the Holy Spirit's flowing wow. through, through and get those children to church. Right. <laughs> you know, like he's speaking and, and the river is flowing mm-hmm. and we just got to jump in it. Jump yeah. in the river and flow right. with him. Flow with him. And that's what he was saying. It and we're gonna be fine. We just gotta listen to the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And people are hungry. I'm telling yeah. you, they're they're hungry. They want to know the truth. Like you said, they want to know the the mm-hmm. word, and mm-hmm. and it's just incredible. Well, it's so beautiful because if you listen to certain news, or you listen to Hollywood, or you listen to different things that are being said in society. They're acting like people don't want to come to church anymore. People are turning from That's God. Yeah. Yeah. They don't, they, you know, religion is like, you know, the thing of the past and things on that line. But when you are ac- actually or actively living out the word of God, and then you are those rivers that are just flowing, you be like a tree. Ooh, that's right. By the rivers <laughs> of water. You won't be moved. We're not moved in the pandemic. We're not moved in any because it's still, right. still need the Lord. They still need it. And that's our joy. You know, the scripture said, Jesus said, it's my meat uh, to uh, my meat is to, to win souls, to make a difference, you know, to feed the people of God and to to do the will of the father, to do the will of father. And you're doing the will of the father. And that brings joy to you. It brings joy to me. You know, we've been pastoring for 41 years now. We still have that same joy and love because God brings us different people that have that same mind to help people. We're just in this to help people. It's just, uh, it's just our joy. You know, yes, there comes different trials, tests and things on that line, but where, why wouldn't it be when you are taking people out of darkness (laughs) and bringing them to the light? You know, I just love seeing the joy. The joy on you. It's not something that we're trying to make her be happy doing what she's called to do. You're happy because you're doing the will of God and you're seeing results. I love it when you tell me the testimonies of family members that were healed because of the experience that you brought them to Christ with the right attitude that God is a healer. God is a deliverer. God wants us to and it's it is real. It's really real. So it's so refreshing. Just hear what I'm saying. It's refreshing to have people like you on our team to just have the joy of the Lord and running with the vision. Uh, and then where there's a vision, there's provision. And he's providing for you. And, you know, we're all working on something. So you don't have to pile everybody in your cars. You know, we're going to be piling them into vans and buses. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Go ahead. You got something you want to share? 
Oh, I'm just um just really excited. The um baptism is coming up. <laughs> hey. So on yeah, on um uh, Minister George Smith uh, said June 30th and 7-1, finally baptism is going to come up. And it so happens to start on a Wednesday. Okay. And so we're going to be bringing all the youth uh, who are want to be baptized, which I know they're all going to want to be, <laughs> in um, on that day too. And so, yeah, we're really excited about that. A lot of people have been asking about when's the baptism is going to start. Yeah. yeah. But this yeah. whole pandemic stopped us from doing the, some of the things that we would normally do. Knowing you guys, you probably probably took people out to the river or something. I know. <laughs> or to someone's bathtub. Right. <laughs> right. But to be able to actually bring it, what a joy. You know, that's our joys like that. Yes, the uh, the the restrictions have been lifted. But it's lifted now so we can baptize and we can just hear the confessions of their faith and ooh, getting people into the kingdom. And, and that baptism representing the death, the burial and the resurrection. He's rising up in them in a powerful way. So that is so beautiful to, to hear that. And, you know, some of you may have heard my story. What you're doing right now is what was done. Oh, man, probably. 38 years ago, um, we had the bus ministry and we had the, you've heard that story, right? You, it was before your time. We had the bus ministry okay. and the bus was, had a written on it. We had people that painted it on the love, yeah. Express, the love Express. Oh. <laughs> and we, wow. would go around, we would have church on the street and we would bring, take the buses in the neighborhoods and the children would be doing just like you're saying, I want to go, yeah. you know, and, and we would bring them in. And my testimony with one of the joys of my heart is one of those children was my son-in-law was one of oh those wow. love express. And he never forgot that he was brought to Calvary, gave his heart to the Lord. And nobody knew though 20 something, 30 years later that he would meet my daughter, <laughs> marry my daughter. <laughs> so when That's you put your seeds out there, you don't know. Who are you going to affect? And he's affecting many, many people. He's a great son-in-law and son-in-love. We try not to say law. But to know that he came because of us sowing seeds and picking up and loving on children. And now he's a great father to his children. And he's a great wow. husband to my daughter. And he, he knows where his help came from. And so we're just so thankful that what you're doing is going to last so much longer than we could ever even see, you know, just being obedient to God and going out there, caring about them, giving them a new perspective, because you know, there's young people that are, are, are killing each other and they're, they're just giving up hope on the young people are committing suicide and to just give them the life of the gospel and to see the joy on your heart in your life, that they can have that too in the midst of all the darkness, man, that's huge. Amen. And then one of the, the scriptures too, um, John three seventeen, where it says, God did not uh, come in, uh, send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. 
So when we're out there, like there's a lot of, you know, there'll be people drinking or smoking weed or whatever they might be doing, Mm -hmm. but we just love them. Mm -hmm. We love them and we pray for them right there where they are, no matter what they're doing. And then it's the, then the Holy spirit will do the rest. And you know, we just have to see the compassion of Jesus. See the Jesus died for them, whoever they might be, whatever religion, race, color, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he died for each one of us and, and right. for us just to see them like that. Mm-hmm. And it's just a beautiful thing. It is. Yeah. It is. And because we have <laughs> God to guide us, like you said, if Jesus didn't condemn them, then we don't condemn them, you know. That's right. <laughs> the world through him might be saved. So we got to show them the love of God. They're going to show them what they want, that they need to see that they'll want our God. You know, not a God that's beating them over the head and telling them you can't do this, you can't do that, and and I don't love you because you do this, or I don't love you because no, He loves you. God commended His love uh, towards us while we were yet sinners. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. And, <laughs> and so He died for me. He died for you. I mean, He did it so we could just testify. Look what He's done for me, and if He did this for me. You know, he's got something special for you. And he sent me here. It's no mistake that I'm talking to you and God loves you. And so whatever he's got to work with you and help you with, he's so willing to do that. And and just, you know, he's standing at the door and knocking. And if any man hears his voice, open the door, he comes in and he makes him look special like Angela. (laughs) (laughs) And... Just to just to also like because we've been doing the pizza ministry for mm. years since two thousand and fifteen. Wow! So Bonner has provided pizza uh, for all these kids and the homeless. Um, with the um, there's three uh Caesar Little Caesar stores that we pick up every single night of the week. Wow! And so there's teams uh passing out pizza since two thousand fifteen mm. that go out every single night of the week. And passing out pizza to the homeless and to Mm -hmm. children. And he also opened the door for Safeway. Mm -hmm. So now um, through Pastor uh, Bob Worthy. Mm -hmm. And so we're able now to uh, connect with Minister Linda to pass out the Safeway um, products to the kids. And Mm -hmm. so God has just provided for the kids. (laughs) And, And the people, it's just manna from heaven. Mm-hmm. So many miracles just every day that mm-hmm. God provides, you know, it's yeah. limitless. <laughs> yeah. What a blessing to see his provision and he just loves you. And you can get people's attention when you bring them some pizza. <laughs> you bring oh, them yeah. <laughs> We bring up so we bring them pizza and like today, like it could be ice cream or something, and they all run to you. And then it's over after that. So they're not running away from us at all. They're running to us all the time. And it's just incredible. Wow. I love it. And just giving them the good news, giving them hope, giving them just just the love of God. I mean, that is so powerful. I just love it because uh, as a ministry, you know, we have different resources to do different things. But 
for you forgot to provide that. That didn't have to come out of the ministry's budget or anything on that line because you have a heart to do it. That just every night being able to pick up this pizza and just the homeless, you know, we're talking about the children, but the homeless as well, that some of them have given up hope, but to see some of them getting their lives together and getting places to stay and getting uh, uh, just a vision to live and to, to expand you're able to do that for people so that is huge that is huge i didn't i guess i knew about the homeless i know you were doing the children and ministering to we them. Do it, yeah we do the homeless at night and the children <laughs> in wow. the day it's wow. just it's just so fun though it's like the funnest thing for me ever i just i really love it <laughs> and as people are listening of course we say conversations about you so we jump right into the ministry but you're a, 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 a nurse, right? Are you an LVN or? No, I'm an LVN. Yeah, I've been a nurse. Um, yeah, actually, that's another story. When I first came to the church, pastor said, whoever, uh, he said, whoever, uh, he was in Job, and he said, whoever needs a job, raise their hand. Right. And I raised my hand. And from then on, I became, uh, I, I started as a nursing assistant, and then I became an LVN. And then, um, yeah, I work at Kaiser okay. in Hospital in the. Um, I work in the neuro department and other units of the floor uh, now. But um, he's moving to the hospital. <laughs> he's moving everywhere. God is just a miracle working God. You'll see people just he be healed. <laughs> or people that can't walk and then they start to walk and. Yeah, um, man. He's everywhere. <laughs> I have to just kind of stop there for people to hear. It's like, I'm in the streets. I'm out passing out. People, uh, uh, working with these young people. But she's got a, a family. She's got a husband. She's got children. And yeah. she's still doing all these, you know, wonderful things. And a nurse. A full-time job, basically. Yeah. Get all scrubbed up to do that, and then go back out to, uh, and that's that's huge. I mean, people just need to see uh, so you're <laughs> ministering there, but you're ministering in the hospitals. What a blessed place to be to be able to just yeah. you know lay hands on people, even if you got gloves on or whatever, knowing what yeah. the says, you can lay hands on the sick and they can recover, and they, just having you there. I mean. That's beautiful. People don't know how blessed they are that that you're part of their 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 team and in their lives. So that I just think that's huge. I think that's part of the conversation that needs to be said because that's what I admire uh, also with you that you are actually working in the hospitals and uh, this is what we do. God uses us. He raises us up and tells us who we are in Him and wherever we are, we let our light shine so they will see our good works. And glorify the Father in heaven. So that is so great. All Amen. Right. Amen. So, um, wow. There's something else you want to share. I want to I'll give you an opportunity if there's anything. And I know, you know, when you usually get the mic at church, and Pastor says, "Oh my God, I can't give her the mic." <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing it's so important to me: Ephesians three twenty, how it says God will do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ever ask, think, or imagine, according to the power of God that operates in you. Right. So, with me personally, and if I'm not doing what He told me to do, I start to spiritually die. Yeah, that's good. And I have. 
I do. And it's like, I have to do what he tells me to do. And so that's um, something that I just really wanted to share that you have to get out and just do it. No matter what you're facing, even in the midst of your toughest trials, you have to do what God called you to do. And it'll bring joy into your life. It'll bring healing and and happiness. And that's where the happiness is, is pleasing the Father and doing, uh, glorifying him and what he's called you to do and to help the people. Win souls, change lives, and help people. <laughs> right. That is yeah. it. Thank you. That is a huge word. I don't know if you even realize because that's where a lot of people get stuck. They're they're now mm-hmm. they're kind of letting oppression and depression come come on them. But if you're doing what God told you to do, and see, so that's the enemy's job to pull you away from the calling that God has for you. And I, and like you said, there may be, you may be going through something. You may have been disappointed by some people. You may have been uh, pushed back in some kind of way, but that is the enemy's job. His job is to steal, kill, and to destroy. So if you're not doing what God has called you to do, you, you might want to look at that because if you were doing what God called you to do, you would have no time to be depressed. You would have, I no agree. <laughs> you wouldn't have time to be thinking about who did this to me and who did that. Jesus did everything. And then they still talked about him and they still laid traps for him. And then they still crucified him and they did all that. But, but for the love and, and uh, for the hope that was before him, he endured the cross. Okay. And he despised the shame, you know, <laughs> and that's what we have to do. So if there's somebody that's right, you say, well, I'm, I just don't feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm not doing what God has called for me to do. Well, that is it right there. You're not doing what God called you to do. Get in prayer, go to someone, get some counseling to get you reminded is the scripture tells us, Paul says, stir up the gift that's in you. Stir it up because there's something that needs to be done so that you can have this joy. There's a reason that you're here on this earth and we should all have that same glow like Angela had because we're doing what Paul is to do. And then he tells us, you know, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but I'm going to deliver you out of them all. So if there's been some afflictions, if you've been hurt, if you've been talked about, if you've been uh, disappointed, you know, that's a part of the affliction that he's, but he says, I'm going to deliver you out of them. Just get back in the game. Keep doing what I called you to do because everybody's called to do something different. You might say, well, I'm not called to go into the streets. I'm not called to be with you. No, you called to do what God told you to do. And Holy Spirit is so ready to tell you, remind you. you he, I'm sure he's telling you even right now, but you can't keep saying, no, I can't do that. No, I can't do that. <laughs> that's, that's how we do and no, don't do that. Do what he's called you to do, and he will strengthen you. He will help you. He will give you the provisions like he's given Angela and the team. I want to help people here. I want to help people there. Just start on that road and watch him give you whatever it is that you need. So you're set. That's right. Amen. I can take someone. So I'm so thankful your dad brought you guys. To, to Calvary uh, in 20, uh, 2005. And yes. uh, man, uh, he, he's a soul winner himself. And I, I was so thankful. I saw him uh, at your graduation because you just graduated from the School of Ministry, right? Was yes. That- uh-huh. 
right? Which you've been a minister for so long. You've been doing the work of the ministry. But, and then got to see dad and just, because I remember him when he was almost on his deathbed. And we were really praying for him to get through needing that liver and for the God to just restore his health. He looked great. I'm just so thankful for the, the word of God and for the belief in the word of God. And the word works when we work it, right? Amen. Yes. And they gave him three months to live, uh, but God said no. And mm -hmm. God gave him a new heart. <laughs> he gave him a new liver. And Thank it's just a miracle. Thank God. Amen. Oh, God. And I know people that need livers and I pray that they're listening. Need need a miracle from God. I pray that you're listening and, and that you believe the God that that it says that I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Don't give up on this life. Don't give up. Hear what my daughter is saying right now. God moves in, in ways that we don't understand, but trust him. Just trust him. And I'm so thankful for the word of God. I'm so thankful for that report. Because you told us about him giving him three months or whatever. It's like, no, Lord, you know, we need Ray. And we just thank God for the delivering, his delivering power. So, wow. Our time is about up, Angela. I love you, Pastor Mom, so much. I mean, I could go. I have so many more testimonies. Your ministry that God has anointed you has saved all my family's lives, everyone on the streets, and more to come. More to come. Because we're all coming in. In Jesus' name. Amen. And I want them to have that same love for God like you. I just want many, many more, just like Angela. You know, that <laughs> by you touching them, that's what they're going to have. And I just thank God Amen. for his miracle working power flowing through you. And we want to hear some more of those testimonies. So if not right, right now, we, we, we <laughs> write them down. So if we don't, because you never want to forget all the benefits. The enemy wants you to forget the testimonies. But no, that's what. Sometimes that's what keeps people going. But for you, you're out there all the time. So you don't have time hardly to keep up with it. That's right. We don't have time to be depressed. Amen. Right. Amen. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. So thank you so, so very much for thank sharing you. with us today. You are just, uh, like I say, you're refreshing <laughs> to the body of Christ, the pastor and myself. We love what God is doing in your life. Continually serve the Lord. And you that are watching, we encourage you to take what we shared today and just put it to work. Whatever God has for you to do, do it with a passion. Do it with joy. And don't keep telling him what you can't do. Just That's do right. what he tells you to do. And that then the joy, your joy shall be full. Okay? Amen. Oh, God bless you. Love you, Pastor Brenda. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming on. God bless you. See you next time. Bye. God bless you. See you next time. Bye-bye.